Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. I'm Beth Menninga, the relationship based professional development specialist um, at CICC, and I'm here with Dr. Mary Harrison from the Center for Early Education and Development at the University of Minnesota, and we're continuing our conversation on attachment. So I wanted to segue a little bit, Mary, from our conversation last time where I could hear in what you were saying the implication that, yes, children can form uh, secure attachments with their caregivers in an early childhood setting, but I wanted to just check that. Is that possible for young children? Yes, of course. Um, It's really about uh, the consistency of a relationship and sort of, you know, how much time and consistency that child experiences. So when you think of children in an early care uh, setting, you know, they're, you know, often there for eight or 10 hours a day. That's a very important, those are very important relationships for them. And during that time, a lot of really important learning is happening. And so they have the opportunity through their interactions all day with uh, their, you know, childcare providers to learn how do relationships work? How can I get my needs met here? Um, And especially when they've started from a very young age, that really um, can be part of what forms their core understanding of how relationships work. Mm. Um, Simply... Because uh, there's so much time spent together and there are so many important developmental experiences happening during the time they spend together. So um, while a child's parent would still be their most important attachment figure, um, they certainly develop uh, attachment relationships and, and can develop a secure attachment relationship with a child care provider. Um, it's important when you think about that, though, that, um, well, with any relationship, parent included, it's about uh, that it be the same person. as There's continuity there. Mm. So, um, or the same small group of people that, uh, you know, for a nine-month-old, there's not a different caregiver every day at child care. That even if there are, um, you know, new people coming in to help that sort of the core teachers are consistently available to that um, baby or child um, or toddler uh, almost every day because um, that person, um, that their relationship with that person, the patterns they've developed over all of their routines and all of their experiences becomes their secure base. Um, it's not about the classroom, and it's not about um, uh, you know the toys. It's about this person sees me mm. and is committed to uh, my well-being, and she or he will help me when I need help. And so it really, you know, the the attachment relationship lives with those two people. So what I hear. In this is that family child care providers have a real advantage in the opportunity because they're that consistent person all the time. In centers, this can be more of a challenge. So um, I know there's this concept of primary caregiving out there where um, 
program say, at least for this shift, this work shift, you're going to, these are the three children that are going to be your connection and you're going to be the main, their main person, <laughs> their primary person for those eight hours, even if other people are interacting with them too, of course. But um, so is that something that you're talking about really contributing towards more secure attachments with those adults then? Well, certainly the amount of time with that person is important to develop any kind of attachment pattern. So, you know, children can have relationships with different, uh, lots of different adults, aunts and uncles and, you know, neighbors. Um, and But their, their attachment system, their biological and physiological system um, may not be uh, triggered or queued up because they may not have, um, you know, it's really based on experiencing um, dysregulation or mm-hmm. fear. You know, fear is too broad of a word. It's not necessarily even fear in, in the way that we as adults think of fear, but, you know, sort of novelty or something that's disruptive, you know, and based on a child's temperament, um, sounds can be disruptive, you know, different people have different sensitivities. So it's really about the goodness of fit between the primary caregivers, including um, a childcare provider, and that particular child's way of learning how to manage uh, the things that are happening in his or her world. And so, you know, the amount of time spent together and uh, that consistency is really important. And then um, what's nice in a childcare setting is because the day is often f- um, centered around routines, mm. you know, diaper changes, snack, lunch, nap, um, the child can really internalize in a positive way that schedule. And when it's the same person or couple of people, they know what to expect. They know how to say, hey, I'm done eating or, hey, I want some more or my diaper's wet one more time before I lay down for my nap. And they know that they've developed a way to communicate with um, those primary child care providers. Um, that's why having um, sort of your a go-to person, you know, if you have a room and there's, you know, three babies or toddlers and they know that, you know, teacher Sarah is their primary um, and teacher Sarah knows I'm primary for, you know, Abby, that even when teacher Sarah is helping, you know, Billy with his diaper, when she hears Abby cry in her high chair, it's teacher Sarah who looks at her and says, oh, you're ready to be done. I'm changing Billy's diaper right now, but then I'm going to come over and and help you. It's really about um, can that, to what extent can can that teacher or parent uh, keep various children's needs in their mind Mm. and um, notice when they're signaling a need and then respond in some way? So really, I, what I hear you saying is primary caregiving, if you set that up, it it gives more opportunity for that person to develop exactly. that familiarity with this child's cues and the child to be familiar with the adult's response to them. Like, how is how does this adult regularly respond to me? doesn't ensure it, doesn't make a guarantee for attachment, but it provides more opportunity for those continuous relationships, the continuity, the predictability we talked about earlier. And even I'm thinking about this usually that we talked about Mm -hmm. earlier. So if they're 
with another child, they're available, but they're not always available readily. So usually they're able to respond in a predictable way and be available. Not every time. Right. And, you know, teacher Sarah, teacher Sarah might be sick or go on vacation. Um, and it's, it's about, um, you know, in all of the childcare providers in the room, beginning their, um, almost their detective work with children mm. to figure out what might be going on with a particular child. While they're thinking of what's possibly happening, consider a relationship disruption that day or, you know, and consider saying something like, you, you know, teacher Sarah is sick today, even for children who can't talk yet and you miss her and she's your person and um, I'm here today. Sort of just knowing that... Um, Children go through the world looking for consistency and predictability and ways to feel safe and manage, you know, fear or novelty. And just like oh, any of us, um, the more consistent they can be, the better. So these are really great things to keep in mind when we're early childhood educators about how we can make those connections and think about the way we do things um, structurally can impact the opportunity to form these relationships that we want to see for children and that sense of security. Um, we're going to stop here. And next time we'll talk a little more about the idea of secure base. And then another topic that we haven't covered, which is really we're partners with parents and families. So how do we support them when we think about attachment too? So thanks so much, Mary. Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.